Welcome to a live and active life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. This is Brenda with a live and active life. What exactly does in a nutshell mean? And why talk about it as we approach the Christmas season? According to a phrases resource that I found, it means, in a few words, concisely stated. I suggest at this busy, exciting holiday time, getting Christmas in a nutshell might be helpful. So what does it look like? Let's take a few minutes and ask the question, how did we start saying, in a nutshell? If you could write what you are saying descriptive and clear to fit inside a nutshell, you would have to be to the point, brief, succinct. Apparently, the poem Iliad by Homer was so succinct that it was described as enclosed within a nutshell. Impossible in Homer's day to put the Iliad into an actual nutshell using stylus on parchment, modern nanotechnology makes that possible. In fact, there are some Bible versions now that exist, and they fit inside a walnut. Some pinhead size are readable with a microscope. Well, this well-known saying, in a nutshell, challenges people to cut to the chase, implying a summary of what's most important, kind of a a sum-up. This style of succinct communication is helpful. It's to the point. However, the enjoyable, unique flair of each person's style adds color and depth to a nutshell message. In a similar way, this describes Christmas in a nutshell. A nutshell approach to Christmas helps to define the central purpose, creating a boundary that aids development of a good plan for the holidays. Then, Personal flair and individualistic style can be added to make holiday time fun, meaningful, creative, and memorable. Focusing on the simple nutshell message of Christmas means that worship can happen. I want to tell you about three resources that help people get Christmas in a nutshell. I'm providing encouraging content later in this episode taken from them. And that's for your holiday consideration as you approach a very busy Christmas month. First of all, there's the ebook, Prepare for Christmas Without Missing It. That same book is also in audio and video format. And then we have a hard copy and an e copy of Celebrate Advent, a life response to Emmanuel. The reason I'm mentioning these things. As we are getting into the content of In a Nutshell, is because these three tools have changed my life by helping me keep Christmas in a nutshell and create spaces for worship. These tools were developed out of my own frustration with the holidays. One year in all the hustle and bustle to get everything done, I pretty much missed Christmas in my heart. To my sadness and regret, it came and went. It was just gone. That was a game changer for me, and it drove me to seek God for wisdom and practical application in planning future Christmases. Well, the Lord answered my prayers. Brief, succinct, 
critical defining points helped me turn things around to create cherished celebrations that focused on rest, fun, and worship. These ideas annually help me keep Christmas in a nutshell. And those three resources I mentioned are all about how to do that. I'm going to talk for just a second about hijacking Christmas. What do you do with so many Christmas options? That's almost as bad as having no options at all. With prayer and thought, a pen and a notepad, or you can use your device, you can do five things to prevent the hijacking elements of Christmas. Let's go through those five things. First of all, identify problems that are associated with Christmas so they can be addressed. Second, develop a flexible plan to keep the season fresh and focused. Third, clearly define action steps to address the hectic pace and the responsibilities that are associated with Christmas. Number four, set reasonable expectations and appropriate boundaries so you can actually enjoy the holiday. And then number five, don't forget to prepare your heart for a meaningful and memorable worshipful time. Those five things are all really important in order to have a meaningful Christmas. Here's the list again. Number one, identify the problems with Christmas. Number two, develop a flexible plan. Three, clearly define your action steps so you can carry them out. Four, set reasonable expectations and appropriate boundaries. And then five, prepare your heart. So, What's Christmas nutshell message about anyway? Well, I'm going to present an excerpt from one of the books that I mentioned earlier, the resources, Prepare for Christmas Without Missing It. This portion that I'm going to share with you does not include all of the practical ideas or the action steps that are in that book, and it does not include the plan that you will develop as you go through the material, the content of the book, but instead... It's the nutshell portion, which is what we're talking about today, getting it into a nutshell. It succinctly defines the meaning of Christmas to leave space for worship. Let's begin that material. The first question is, who is Jesus? Well, Jesus is a very unique and awesome king. He is extremely intelligent, creative beyond imagination, wise and alert, kind and good. He is strong and courageous, loving and merciful, and he is unafraid of anything, very much in charge. Yet, his kingdom is not of this world. How he carries out kingdom policy is inside out and upside down to the world. Consider some of these things. Jesus was born in a barn. First cradle, It was a feed trough. His first Christmas baby outfit was strips of spare soft cloth available. His first lullaby, the lowing cattle and baaing sheep. And his first breath of air was filled with the smell of animals. Tell me, what king is born like that? Next question, how does Jesus lead? Jesus walked everywhere in sandals with fishermen. His ride was a stinky fishing boat, and his pulpit was that same boat. His food was often fish. 
Jesus' stories were packed with hidden meanings and trimmed with delightful word pictures. His miracles were amazing, often multiplying fish. You know, fish, fish, and more fish. Jesus didn't have a company, and he wasn't the president of anything. His countenance was joy. He didn't have stock or shares in anything except an invisible, unmeasurable, unmatched government. Now tell me, who leads like that? Another question, how did Jesus live? Well, Jesus laughed and cried publicly. He never minced words or deceived or made empty promises. Every political statement that he made was so discerning that no one really knew how to reply. He earned respect, gained popularity, was deeply hated, and deeply loved. He overturned the money tables of the wealthy, and he gave all that he had to the poor. Even though he was the king of the universe, he paid taxes. He didn't want to offend the earthly rulers of earthly governments. Now, who lives like that? Well, here's another question for you. Why did he suffer? Why did he choose that? He chose to come and live a life of suffering and then to suffer the big suffering. He had no real estate, house, or land. Jesus was falsely accused and remained silent. He was traded for a renowned criminal. Jesus got death. The criminal was set free. He was sold for the price of a slave. Yes, Jesus, the Messiah, died a bloody, torturous death. On the cross, he forgave every person who has lived. That includes you and me. The Son willingly took on loneliness of separation from his Father, who turned his back on Jesus as he died. And he did that so that you and I would never have to be separated from God. His purpose was to be Emmanuel forever. And Emmanuel means God with us. Who is willing to suffer like that? The greatest person and the most effective servant. Yes, that's Jesus. He rose from the grave, but not through the tomb entrance. He went through many feet of solid rock. He was gone before the stone was rolled away. He appeared and disappeared in a new human body, a seed of what he promises to anyone who will trust him for eternal life. His servant lordship was displayed through actions like cooking breakfast on the beach for his hungry disciples who had fished all night. Who attains being the greatest person and have the greatest position possible, yet serves like that? He's incredible. This king is wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. All government will be on his shoulders. He invites you back into the royal position that he created you for. Jesus chose to be called Emmanuel, God with us, God with you. He is for you. Companionship instead of loneliness. Comfort in your sorrows. The governing of your life on his shoulders. Yes, this is Jesus. You can connect during busy December months with Jesus using Celebrate Advent, a life response to Emmanuel.
The content focuses on Jesus in a manner that helps you want to know him more. I guess I would just want to agree with A.W. Tozer. I think he was right when he said, God is so vastly wonderful, so utterly and completely delightful, that he can, without anything other than himself, meet and overflow the deepest demands of our total nature, mysterious and deep as that nature is. The Baby Yes, this is Jesus who became a baby. Emmanuel, who gave his life for you and forgives your sins. He shares his life with you by living inside you when you trust him for salvation. And he gives you an incredible future that never ends. It's wonderful and marvelous. It's Jesus, the baby in a manger. And yes, this is Christmas. Here are some application thoughts and questions for you. Number one, why not order Prepare for Christmas without missing it? You still have time, and it'll come so that you can start using it in December. The previous material comes from that resource, along with excellent steps on how to develop a practical plan to manage and not miss Christmas like I did one year. It's available both as an ebook and an audio video book. They complement one another and can be purchased either together or separately. The audio video book has beautiful Christmas music in the background as you learn. The ebook has attractive, festive pictures throughout, and both contain topics like Key Points Checklist, which is a tool to help you get all the important things done. A Christmas Decision Grid, which is a tool that helps you make difficult decisions. Practical Tips, Ideas, and Action Steps. Avoiding Going in Debt. That's a big important one. Difficult people you must connect with during that season. Living up to expectations that are put upon you. It also covers depression and sadness in the holidays. And finally, preparing your heart to worship. So that's all under the first uh, action step, ordering Prepare for Christmas without missing it. And then the second one, you can still order your copy of Celebrate Advent, A Life Response to Emmanuel. It's a brief Bible study that you can use during busy December, and it is our most popular resource with a succinct devotional each day of the month. In other words, it's Christmas in a nutshell. I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Do everything you can to connect with the Lord Jesus. God bless you. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org. Your web-based home for resources, including books and eBooks, libraries of articles, podcasts, shareable images, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.